Hey guys, it's Ellie Bursco here from PT Mentoring, bringing you the weekly PowerCast. So this is a podcast where I'll be talking to you each week, either talking about things that are on my mind or bringing awesome leaders in the business world, um, interviewing them to be able to share tips and advice on creating a business that you love. So here's the next episode. Hope you enjoy. Okay. Hey guys. So today I've got Karen Strunks. So Karen is a um, success um, coach and business coach. Um, she helps people to live life on their terms. She also does, is a writer and a motivational speaker. And she's got a really interesting um, story that I wanted to share with you guys today and share some of the things that she's um, she's gone through in her life and uh, some of the successes that she's had as well and talk a little bit about what she's learned along the way. So um, welcome, Karen, and thanks so much for, um, for doing this interview today. Hi, Ellie. Oh, well, you're welcome. Thank you so much for, for having me on your show. Thank you. That's all right. Um, so, well, I guess to start off, can you just talk a little bit about your story, about uh, where you were maybe a few years ago or however long ago it was, um, and, yeah, I, I guess what then turned that into uh, starting starting your business? Yeah, sure. So I guess my story would, I would rewind back about 15 years ago when I was working in the nine to five. And I was doing a job, as many of us do, a job I didn't like, that I felt like it sucked the soul out of me, but I thought I had to do it. You know, it's what we do. We leave school, we get a job, we do the nine to five thing is what everybody does. We get a mortgage, etc., etc. And I thought I should be grateful because I've got a monthly wage coming in. But deep down, I just thought this has got to be more to life than this. And this was kind of just around or just before people were, were getting their own home computers. So there wasn't access to the inspiration and the motivational people and the inspiring people that, that, that we have access to now. So it was like, God, there's got to be more to life than this. And I would I would just feel so trapped in, in this life that I created for myself, of course. Mm. But what happened is I got, I got depressed and it made me very, very ill. Um, and not just like a little bit sad. I lost probably a couple of years of my life to depression to the point where some days I just I just couldn't even get out of bed and I, you know, I was on medication and stuff like that. Um, I, I, because I didn't know what to do, I, I just thought, you know, what was the alternative? I, I, I just didn't know. And then one day, and I think a lot of us have these days and they can be a, a kind of a blessing in disguise where I just woke up one day and I just, I just couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't take living another day that wasn't what I was meant to be doing. Now, I wasn't sure quite what I was meant to be doing, <laughs> but I knew what I wasn't meant to be doing. And I wasn't meant to be doing this job that's for me, just sucked the soul out of me, sucked the life out of me. I couldn't see any point. And, and also I was in an environment that was pretty poisonous with people that just were pretty unhappy with their lives and pretty negative. So you were on average of the, the people and, and, and the kind of um, environment that you surround yourself in and, and it got me down. But that yeah. day that changed my life around, um, I finally said enough, I can't do this and I went in and I'd been in that job for 10 years uh, um, 
and I handed my notice in and, and left there and then without a plan or without knowing what I was going to do or what without knowing what was on the other side um because the fear of the unknown suddenly you know became reduced at the fear of going in and doing another day with the yeah. same people the same job and this with the thing that was making me ill yeah. and so I, I that was the start of me making my break for freedom and I made a lot of big changes there at that time you know I moved house actually qualified as a, a life coach I qualified as an NLP practitioner I went traveling around America and did all these things that I hadn't planned but actually <laughs> I made them happen and that gave me you know a different view on the world and instead of seeing myself as trapped and as a victim of my situation, as I had done, I had empowered myself and realized, actually, I, I, I'm actually pretty much in control of my destiny here. I can make these decisions and then decide what I want to do. And I am only as trapped as I allow myself to be. Yeah. And fast forward sort of a couple of years, um, I then... Still got uh, went back and got another nine to five job, but this time it was only temporary, with the purpose behind it because I wanted to move house and then needed it for a mortgage. I left there um, very suddenly. I just walked out when I kind of had enough, and <laughs> then the last nine to five job I got was part time, and this is when we making my my break for freedom. It was kind of four days a week, and it, it was you know it wasn't full time every day either, and but I was working with the most cantankerous boss. <laughs> in the world and uh which at the beginning you know didn't bother me but uh, eventually we had crosswords and I left because uh we had an argument and I told him to go to hell <laughs> and I thought oh well, that's kind of cut that, you know but that reason yeah. can't really go back and work there and again but I had obviously obviously but you know my confidence was building and I wasn't willing to tolerate certain things anymore but it was like, oh, he, you know, I better make something happen now. And that was, that was the last nine-to-five job I had. And that was nine and a half years ago. And since then, I have been creating a life and businesses on my own terms since then. Being my boss and not having anybody else dictate my day, what I do, who I work with, my environment, or even the money I can earn. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And and it's cool as well that you uh, like you didn't just make that break and then you were done. There were still a few times where you're like, well, whether it's if you needed the money or you just weren't sure of yourself a hundred percent yet, and then finally, finally did it that nine and a half years ago. I think that's a good lesson for a lot yeah. of people that you don't have to get it right straight away. It's okay. It's all part of the journey. <laughs> yeah. Somebody. Um described success to me as a, a success spiral mm. whereas if you can imagine sort of the spiral going round and round and you kind of you make a fly pass a fly pass or what's what, I can't remember the term is but you kind of loop round and you get a taste of freedom or you taste of that thing that you want and then you know you think oh maybe am I going forward am I going backwards but actually you are building that momentum up and you are making the loop and that fly pass again to eventually you, you I guess you finally take off to use kind of a, a yeah. plain analogy there. Yeah, totally. I've, I've seen a similar picture actually, like a meme or something like that, where it's like success isn't straight up, it's up and down and rocky and obstacles along the way. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Isn't it hard? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And so I just wanted to talk a little bit about um, before you started in business as well. So you said you worked a nine to five job, but I, I know a bit about you, obviously, from um, the interaction that we've had online. Um, mm. Most most people, when you say nine to five job, they, they probably think you're working in an office or something like that. Can you talk a little bit mm -hmm. about the the past that you've had with the work that you've that you've done in the past? Yeah, well, pretty much since I left school, actually very much since I left school, I was literally plonked in the first job that I got offered. I remember my mum, my I didn't get very good grades at school at all because I was more interested in working and earning money than, than studying. But anyway, <laughs> I remember at 16 or 17, I'd, I'd left school and... You know, I was quite happy to be left to my own devices, but my mum was like, no, you're getting a job. And we went to the career centre. Um, my mum took me in there and the careers lady said, oh, well, actually, we've got, got a job for an admin assistant or something just down the road. Um, and she rang up Fierce and said, oh, well, we, we can see you now. And um, I went in and my mum came with me to the interview and I got there for the job. And that was pretty much how I started the nine to five career. So it was very much in an office. Yeah. So that actually joined the Royal Navy okay. for about 10 months or something like that yeah. and I, I, yeah, I didn't like being told what to do in the Navy so that might have been a sign <laughs> I probably should have listened I uh, left the Navy yeah, I walked out of that and um, again went into a 9 to 5 job and, that, and the next 9 to 5 job I went into was that job that I had for 10 years it was an illegal and most people would look at it, you know, from the outside, think, oh, that's, that's a good job, it's a decent job, and it's decent money. Um, but basically, it was just office work. Um, yeah. And it, it wasn't what I'm putting on earth to do, but I didn't realise it. I just thought, well, you know, by this time I'd got, I bought, bought a house and I had a mortgage, and I just thought, well, I should be grateful. I didn't... I guess my worldview wasn't as, as wide as it is now. And yeah. even though something inside of me, I guess my soul or that inner calling that we've all got um, was trying to say something. And because I wasn't in alignment and because I wasn't doing my soul's work, I, I believe that that's why I got depressed. And um, I, I, you know, that as I said, the people that I worked with, I mean, some of them were okay, but many of them were, were you know, not that happy themselves um, yeah. and if you can imagine going and working in that environment every day it, ju it just wears you down and it, and it wore me down and yeah the other couple of jobs that I took after leaving you know walking out of that 10 year job again was kind of in the legal environment and um again kind of just just obviously work it wasn't anything anything particularly grand and uh, although yes I wasted maybe a couple of years or I lost a couple of years to, to depression and I certainly spent about 16 years doing jobs that were just jobs really um I think that you know with the benefit of hindsight I can see that was part of my journey because it's now my mission to not see people you know to help people get out of those situations and create their own lives and take control and assert themselves and empower themselves and I don't think my message as it is now would have been or would be so strong and I wouldn't maybe be as passionate if I hadn't experienced the lows that I had yeah. and and the difficult decisions you know of walking out and 
without a plan and, and being totally self-reliant all those years as well. Yeah. And, and when you realise what you can do, you'll amaze yourself, but it's giving yourself that chance and that opportunity. Mm. You know, and, and, and making, you know, betting on yourself that you, you can do this and it'll be okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. And so, um, and you also, so when does, because I know you said that you've also had some different kind of jobs as well. Where does that all fit in? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you if you so don't mind talking first, about that. <laughs> no, of course not, no. So when, from making my break from my last nine-to-five job and walking out and telling my boss to go to hell, um, <laughs> I, I started my first business and, you know, it, it was, again, with hindsight, I'm wondering if it was an empowerment thing because it's pretty much one of the most empowering things I've, I've ever done apart from starting my own business was the career choice and that was I, I set myself up in business as a dominatrix, yeah. as you do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it's not everybody's first business, I understand that, but <laughs> it was something that I I was just interested in doing and, and a friend had sent me some information about women that were doing this, this kind of business and uh, creating, again, I guess it was the empowering thing. They were doing what they wanted. They were running their own businesses and they were calling the shots and that appealed to me very much. I was finally taking control of my destiny. But when I walked out of that nine to five job, you know, I hadn't got a clue. I hadn't got, I wasn't planning to leave at that point or having that argument with my boss. I, I didn't have any money. I hadn't a clue about running a business. I didn't know about marketing or anything like that but you know what it, it worked and although yeah. it was an alternative business um it, it it was still my first business and I you know I learned so much about myself what I was capable of doing about building a business doing yeah. marketing all those kind of things that go alongside that um and and I had a great few years doing that I, I you know enjoyed it and then when I stopped enjoying it so much um what happened was I, I found then a, a passion for photography mm. because as a dominatrix uh, for my website and stuff like that I used to just take loads and loads of photos a selfie galore back then <laughs> um because I used to love dressing up and all I was but I love the the, the I love very much um like the burlesque style that I, I had for myself yeah it was all bling and feathers and lace and stuff like that so I took loads of photos but that that triggered my passion for photography yeah. So cool. then I, you know, bought a camera and, and took myself off to a photography uh, class to learn about how to use a camera. And then I found a new passion. I was like, oh, I'm going to be a photographer now. So that's what I did. <laughs> and, and I said goodbye to, uh, you know, hung, hung up my whip, if you like, and, and picked up my <laughs> camera and become a pro professional photographer. Yeah. And I started off in a newsroom, actually, with um, – the sort of local newspapers and I got my photos published and then I was a published photographer and I, I did um photojournalism uh wedding photography mm. uh landscapes um portraiture and I, I did quite a variety of different stuff and I also launched a, a global photography project called the 4AM project and ran that for four years where people from oh I don't know about 50 60 countries from all around the world um, went out at 4AM and took a picture of their world at the often unseen time so that was awesome. my first time in building a, a global community around the subject and that and that was really successful and very popular awesome. so I had fun doing that and then uh, by doing that 
um, I, I realized the power of social media in, in sort of gathering and building communities and, and motivating people and getting people on board and, and, you know, just connecting with people across the miles instantly. And, and it was just, I was like, God, this is brilliant. So then I really got into social media and said goodbye to photography. Hmm. And then I taught social media. I advised, you know, big international brands as well as, you know, local businesses and individuals on the social media um, campaigns and stuff like that. And I taught social media classes online and offline and um, ran events and stuff like that. Mm. which kind of brings us up to today where then um let me, so let me just pause for a little drink there for a second sure where i uh i'm doing what i do now so again my my career and my business has morphed into what i do now which is to empower other people to to well, what I say now is, you know, wake up, have fun, do business, and make money. So have a life where you can have it of one of your design, where you call the shots every single day, where you get to decide how your days look, what work you do, what way you earn your money, and create that independence and and that empowerment in your life, where you're not reporting to a boss, where you're not stuck in traffic doing the same thing day in, day out, doing stuff that you feel that doesn't make a difference in the world and creating something that is only going to be unique to you because you're going to be following your passions and your, and I guess, again, your, your calling, that that's your soul's work for, for getting a bit deeper meaningful there, but it's so, yeah. so important. And I think we're, you know, we, we've all got something in us that, I just don't believe that we're born to to work in in the society in the way society has been, um, you know, created as it is right now. Yeah. I, I believe that we have so much inside of us, and we often ignore that because we think things should be a certain way, and we have to fall in line. And I'm all about breaking the rules, doing whatever you like, and, and you know, mm-hmm. being being a nonconformist, being a rebel, and and sticking two fingers up at <laughs> you know. The rules of society, if you like, and then yeah. do whatever the hell you like on your terms. Make your own rules, definitely. Yeah, that's Absolutely. cool. Absolutely. It's possible. Yeah, definitely. It's possible. And I love how you chose, like, especially your first business choice, but I love how you've chose along the way to not stick with something if you weren't loving it anymore. And because we, we always grow and your business should grow with you as well. Otherwise, you do stay stuck, which would be exactly the same as having that job that you didn't like, but you're doing it for yourself for no reason when you can actually change and be expanding and growing and moving forwards all the time. Oh, that's so true, Ellie. I'm glad you said that because we often, you know, we, we you must see it and I see it and, and, you know, we experience these things ourselves as well. But, yeah, to, to create something and then stick with it just because you've created it mm. and then you don't love it anymore, yeah, it's, it's, it's akin to having that, that job. Why would you spend your days doing something that you don't love, but you've created? You've got it's even worse in a way because you've created a monster for yourself. So yeah, it's absolute. Never be afraid to 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 walk away and change and allow that that freedom and that creative expression. And for you, to, gosh, nothing stays the same. You know, we don't stay the same. Mm. Uh, we grow and develop. You know, I can I can see that over the last nine years that. Um, 
how much I've developed as a person. And I don't think there's anything that probably will develop you as much as, as making that break to, to pursue a, a life on your own terms. You mm, certainly definitely. find out what you're made of. Yeah. Uh, made of as, as you face those challenges and all the highs and you know and the lows that go along with it as well yeah definitely and so um just wanted to ask because it's probably not something that um people know much about or uh, i guess a business choice that a lot of people uh would have would have made going into business but would you be able to give a few kind of what are the biggest business lessons that you had from your first business Mm, that's a good question. I have to cast my mind back. <laughs> I, I guess, you know, it's it's actually funny because things have come in a way full circle. No, you know, I'm not doing the same thing with the same clients. Yeah. A lot of the things that I employed, um, which I'll, I'll go into detail about in, in a second, a lot of the things I employed back then when I started my first business are the things that I'm actually bringing back to life again now. Um, so what I mean by that is, you know, I said at the beginning, I, you know, I started my first business. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I didn't know about running a business. I didn't know about marketing or, you know, any of that kind of stuff, but I just threw myself in at the deep end. And you know what? I just did what I liked. Mm. I had an idea and I went with it. And I think that that's one of the things that I would say to people is don't hold back. If you have an idea, just go with it there and then. You know, act when that inspiration strikes. There's no rules to say you have to do things one way or you have to do things another way. Um, it's to, to allow yourself that, that freedom and liberation. Yeah. Another thing that has come full circle, again, is with um, pricing and fees. Um, when, I, when I started out as a dominatrix, I charged what I wanted to charge. I didn't have... Um, there wasn't a big to do about oh what shall I charge or what's what's my competitors charging or what shall I do you know I just charged what I wanted to and I'll, I'll talk in a minute about how, how things got a bit muddled up during my career mm. but at the time I, I didn't get stuck again with the rules of oh well, well competitors charging this much you used to charge that much more mm -hmm. well, you've got to you've got to go in a bit lower than other people or you've got to do it this way or that way so again it's a very intuitive way of doing business um and and I got paid in advance which is something that I would recommend and something that I do now yeah um and it's just to allow you have fun and yes of course you're there to build a business and make money and and, and have clients and things like that but also remember that on top of that or alongside that, remember the life that you want to create for yourself and the lifestyle that you want to create for yourself um, and, and kind of start the way that you mean to carry on at least as much with as much of the information that you have at the moment. Things obviously change over time. But when I, when I was being a dominatrix, you know, I, I, worked when I wanted to and didn't work when I didn't want to yeah. you know I've really kind of pleased and suited myself and I, I'm saying that I, these things have come full circle now and that that's you know pretty much what I do now I have a lot of freedom in my business the money thing's sorted as in you know I don't I don't faff about thinking oh shall I shall I charge this or shall I charge that, that I, I, I'm saying that because that's what I see other people struggle with okay yeah. and I also see other people not 
acting on their intuition or acting when they have those bright ideas and they suppress them and delay them and schedule them into their diaries for two months time and by then the passion's gone for it mm. so that's what I mean so I guess that, that what happened with with me when I when I became a photographer I thought oh now now I'm doing an inverted commas I know I'm doing a proper business so I better start doing things differently you see and that's when I started like looking at other photographers like oh what are they doing oh should I do that or oh, what are they charging oh maybe I should charge that from and oh, oh, oh maybe I better start going to networking events now and maybe a better and I started trying to follow rules yeah when I had never started doing that in the first place because yeah. I thought I don't know why. I just thought, oh, this is a different business. I'm going into more mainstream business now, and this is the way it's done. And even that followed through to to the social media side. Then, when I started like working, in, in you know, teaching and uh, uh, helping brands and businesses with social media, I thought, oh, I'm doing business this way now. I can't can't possibly do it the way I used to do it when I first started out. <laughs> but you know what? I lost I lost some of me then, mm. and I lost I lost the bit where I was like dead on confident about my money and what I was charging and I would let people haggle with me and I'd let I would invoice them and and then have to wait to get paid instead of getting paid in advance and all the rules I had set up not all the rules I didn't really have any rules but all the that kind of freedom that I had set myself up with initially yeah in in my first business I kind of I kind of lost it in the middle somewhere and I started looking at the rules and trying to trying to find out how how Oh, what's the best way to do marketing now? And uh, what book do I need to read? And, and what system do I need? And yeah, and got very, very lost in, in all that kind of carry on. And now, like as I said, I've come full circle where I've just dropped the rules, do what I want, mm-hmm. work with what I want. And <laughs> I would have compromises in my other businesses when I was doing photography and social media. As in, I would work with clients that didn't quite feel right, but mm-hmm. they were paying me, so I suppose a better. You know, and I, there would be a lot of a more of that kind of um, unclear. Un, what's the word? Unclearness, if you know what I don't think yeah. that's the right word. Yeah. It wasn't as clear cut as things are now. You know, now I know exactly who I love working with, and I attract that pe- person to me, and I have a great time working with them. And there's, no, you know, there's not none of that fuzzy, muddied waters that you do when you start comp- that you have when you start compromising on on the work you do or the people that you work with or the money that you want to to earn yeah so i guess uh, i guess if 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 anything uh, hopefully people no matter what stage they are in business if they're at the beginning or even you know years years into their businesses that's something a few things there that they could probably apply to their businesses yeah to create more freedom in them yeah, cool. And I think it's it's cool and it's funny that you you said you didn't know as as all of us don't really know anything when about business when we're starting business, but that's when you got all those positive lessons and learnings from and have gone full circle like you said. Um that yeah. yeah, I think it is so important to like like you said go with your gut, go with your instinct and um and follow your passion because that's when you were overthinking it or going okay well I've got to find out more or I've got to do this or that that's the time when you were stuck or um mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> had those things coming up it's funny yeah it, it changes the energy in your business and, and then I start I started working stupid crazy hours during that period as well when when things weren't quite aligned yeah and yeah 
I guess it was like, yes, I am doing business and I'm doing what I want and I'm not working for somebody else. I haven't got a job, so thank, you know, the Lord for that. <laughs> but um, it was still, I started doing crazy hours, like 80, 100 hour weeks. Wow. Um, and I thought that's just the way business had been. Because you would look at your peers and they're going, oh, it, it's almost like a badge of honor all, you know, I'm working mm. Working totally. till 2 a.m. this morning and I'll be <laughs> up at 6 and I'll do it all again. And it was that kind of, I just thought, I, I slipped into that mode of thinking where I'd lost, I'd lost that, mm. again, that freedom. And, and I, I forgot where I had started from, actually, for a while. And, uh, and I've reclaimed that back now. Yeah. And, and thank God. Thankfully, um, I've been able to do that, and so I'm never, I'm never going back to the eighty, hundred hour week yeah. again. I'm not saying you should, you shouldn't put in the the donkey work. You know, sometimes you have to knuckle down and, yeah. and just get on with things. But certainly not week in, week out like, oh, like exactly. I used to do. And, and but, but again, you know, I'm thinking, oh, well, this is just the way it has to be. Mm. But everything's of our own creation. When I was stuck in the nine to five job, thinking, oh, this is just the way life is. You know, yeah. none of that's true. We always, always have a choice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's awesome. I just wanted to um, talk about, I guess, um, before we finish up, um, because I'm really interested in, and I'm sure other people are, about the motivational speaking side of things. How did you um, get into that? Um, do you think it's really important to have uh, to network and have connections and that kind of thing? Um, I'd love to know a bit more about that. Sure. Um, well, my speaking career, if you like, started when I was uh, a photographer and my first speaking gig was actually to give a lecture at a university and I couldn't quite believe I I got asked to, to speak at a university because I, you know, I hadn't been to university mm. um, and I thought, gosh, you know, <laughs> all the students are going to be cleverer than me, you know, <laughs> university who am I to? I had that real imposter syndrome yeah. going on you know but I, I went and um and, and and gave that talk and uh and then that, that I don't know and then I got asked to do another lecture and another I've done you know I don't know how many lectures now quite a few lectures over the years so that that kind of triggered on I used to talk about the lectures I gave and I filmed, filmed some of them and then when I did the um, photography project I got asked to speak about that so that kind of kick-started my speaking career and then as my career evolved you know the subject changed so then I got asked to speak about you know entrepreneurship and creating a, a life and a business on your terms and that's the kind of theme of things at the moment so I, I yeah. speak at conferences or or even at networking events you know kind of venue or the event kind of varies um but basically telling my story um to help empower other people to create a life and business on their terms um it's something i really really enjoy doing i i, I don't actually go out networking that much in person yeah um it's just not it's not my thing really but i i love going up i love going to events and speaking at events and i get a real buzz from that so it's always a it's always a pleasure to to get asked and, and to have the opportunity to to speak in front of a new group so yeah it's something i really enjoy doing um mm. yeah about talking about something i'm really passionate about and helping other people and people have have said to me you know that they've heard me speak and it's it's been life-changing which is you know the greatest compliment i could ever have mm. um 
So I, it's something I, I'm very passionate about doing. Yeah. And how did you first get some of those opportunities? Because I know that's a thing that a lot of people struggle with. How did you uh, get get the ball rolling with that kind of thing, I guess, uh, or get asked to speak well, for I guess, people? Yeah. <clears throat> I, I guess the first the first time, people just notice you, I guess. As, it was just a, just a matter. It sounds very simplistic, but, <laughs> you know, I, I was online and, and using social media and I guess networking online though I didn't really think of it that way it's as tactically as that yeah just hanging out online and people got to know me got to see what I was doing um and you know thought what I was doing was interesting enough to go and ask to get um, go and talk about it so people well any any speaking gig I've had actually they've, they've approached me um, and then I guess there's been a bit of word of mouth so um, a recent speaking gig I did was for somebody who actually I, I run a networking event even though I don't go to networking events I run <laughs> one a monthly one yeah. in my city so the last speaking gig I had was somebody who actually knows me from my uh, networking event um, okay, cool. and then a speaking gig before that was an introduction, a friend of a friend kind of thing. So I guess it's just word of mouth and you never, never know who is watching you online. And I don't mean that in a stalkery way, but you never know who's, <laughs> who's looking at you and who, uh, you know, when they're looking for somebody that, you know, that they'll think of you. But certainly, you know, if, if you're looking for speaking gigs, you could certainly be more proactive about it than that and actually put yourself out there, contact organisations or networking events. I mean, they're, they're always going to be looking for speakers and things like that. So if you if you wait to be approached and the approaches aren't happening, then you can be proactive and make those approaches yourself and then sort of sell yourself to people and say, I'd love to speak in front of your audience. This is why it would be a good idea because I can offer this, this and this, you know, and give them a reason to, to say yes to you. And, Mm. Um, and get started in a speaking career like that. Awesome. Cool. And so um, is there anything else that you'd like to add about um, business or what you're passionate about or anything else just or any maybe tips or anything like that to, to wrap it up? Oh, um, <laughs> probably loads and loads. <laughs> I'll, try, I'll try and keep it uh, short and sweet. So, um, yeah, I think if you're going to go to all the bother of working for yourself, of leaving the 95, of sacking your boss and being your own boss, it's so, so important to follow your passions and, and do what it is that, that you would do, even if you weren't getting paid for it, because just because you enjoy it. And that's why my kind of motto is wake up and have fun, do business and make money. Having fun is a big, big part of it. And, uh, you know, you should be having fun as often as possible. Um, in your life anyway life should be fun so pick something that you absolutely know that you're going to get kick out of um the yeah. other thing would be allow yourself that freedom to of expression be yourself um and, and when i say sort of say what you want and do what you want allow yourself that 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 unhindered or unrestrained um way of doing life and business as in you know, if you have an idea, go for it. Listen to your instincts. Listen to those bright ideas that you've got. Don't don't put on a front. Um, don't think you have to be so-called professional. Um, again, if you're going to go to the bother of creating this life and business on your own, you better 
be doing it as yourself and having that absolute freedom as well. And uh, third and final tip, yeah, remember, you know, times will get hard. You know, it's not the easiest of journeys. Sometimes they say it's very simple, but sometimes it isn't easy. And it is simple, but sometimes you will face those challenges. And as we said about that that success spiral, yeah, the, the road to success is very much up and down, up and down. And that could be hour by hour. Sometimes you can have a high, and then in the next hour, something might go wrong, and you could be like, oh, bugger, you know, I'm really, really upset about this. So you've got to be prepared to handle that, that roller coaster. So always keep your mind focused on on your why why you're doing it so you can handle you know the the highs as well as sometimes the, sometimes bumpy road that goes along with it but always always you know just remember to have as much fun as you can along the way and and you know follow your passions and i think that's that's why i like to leave people with really that those yeah. three things yeah Awesome. Well, thanks so much for um, for doing this interview today. I'm sure a lot of people will get a lot out of it, and it's great. You're, you're a great speaker, I can just tell from talking to you now. So um, thanks so much, and yeah. really appreciate really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Well, thank, thank you so much for having me. That's all right. Cool. Okay, Karen. So, um, yeah, thanks, thanks so much once again. And I just... Um, where can people read more about you or, or follow you, uh, your business and your journey and find out a little bit more about you? Yeah, sure. Well, uh, my website is currentstrunks.com. Uh, I've got a couple of free gifts at the moment over at currentstrunks.com forward slash gifts if, if people want to check those out. Um, and I'm pretty much Karen Strunks on everywhere you can think of so i'm easy to find yeah cool so that's karen k-a-r-e-n-s-t-r-u-n-k-s just for anyone that's That's unsure of the spelling (laughs) and i'll i'll have the links when i pop this up i'll have the links there for for everyone anyway so awesome brilliant awesome cool thanks so much karen I hope you enjoyed the uh, the podcast today and got a lot of uh, value and tips out of it that you can implement in your own business. If you did like it, um, please use the social share buttons on this page and share it with your friends because I'd love to be able to reach out and help even more people to be able to grow their business whilst creating a life and a lifestyle that they love. And if you'd like to uh, receive the, the PowerCast in your inbox, delivered to you on a weekly basis plus regular emails to help you grow your business then uh, just enter your details in the form provided and uh, that'll be sent straight out to your inbox so you can get regular support and be able to create an awesome business on your terms so once again hope you enjoyed it and have an awesome day